for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi everyone, welcome to Living Life. Today we are in Jeremiah 38 and we're looking at the wonderful story of the great prophet Jeremiah. And in Jeremiah 38, we're going to be looking at the story of two kings, King Zedekiah and King Nebuchadnezzar. And this is such an interesting story because one of the kings was paralyzed by fear. So today's meditation is entitled, Fear or Faith? Don't be paralyzed. So without further ado, let's get into the scripture. Let's read in Jeremiah 38, and then we'll continue with the meditation. So let's look at the scripture. Jeremiah chapter 38, verses 14 through 28. Then King Zedekiah sent for Jeremiah the prophet and had him brought to the third entrance to the temple of the Lord. I am going to ask you something, the king said to Jeremiah. Do not hide anything from me. Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, If I give you an answer, will you not kill me? Even if I did give you counsel, you would not listen to me. But King Zedekiah swore this oath secretly to Jeremiah. As surely as the Lord lives, who has given us breath, I will neither kill you nor hand you over to those who want to kill you. Then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah, This is what the Lord God Almighty, the God of Israel, says. If you surrender to the officials of the king of Babylon, your life will be spared and the city will not be burned down. You and your family will live. But if you will not surrender to the officers of the king of Babylon, this city will be given into the hands of the Babylonians and they will burn it down. You yourself will not escape from them. King Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, I am afraid of the Jews who have gone over to the Babylonians, for the Babylonians may hand me over to them and they will mistreat me. They will not hand you over, Jeremiah replied. Obey the Lord by doing what I tell you. Then it will go well with you and your life will be spared. But if you refuse to surrender, this is what the Lord has revealed to me. All the women left in the palace of the king of Judah will be brought out to the officials of the king of Babylon. Those women will say to you, They misled you and overcame you, those trusted friends of yours. Your feet are sunk in the mud. Your friends have deserted you. All your wives and children will be brought out to the Babylonians. You yourself will not escape from their hands, but will be captured by the king of Babylon, and the city will be burned down. Then Zedekiah said to Jeremiah, Do not let anyone know about this conversation, or you may die. If the officials hear that I talked with you, and they come to you and say, Tell us what you said to the king and what the king said to you. Do not hide it from us, or we will kill you. Then tell them, 
I was pleading with the king not to send me back to Jonathan's house to die there. All the officials did come to Jeremiah and question him, and he told them everything the king had ordered him to say. So they said no more to him, for no one had heard his conversation with the king. And Jeremiah remained in the courtyard of the guard until the day Jerusalem was captured. This is how Jerusalem was taken. So in today's meditation, Fear of Faith, we're going to be looking at the story of two kings. And the first king that we're looking at is King Zedekiah. Now, King Zedekiah was hungry for information. He wanted to know what the prophet of God knew. And that prophet was the prophet Jeremiah. So this king was very hungry for information. He had a confidential, private, and secret meeting with Jeremiah. He didn't want anyone to know what Jeremiah was going to tell him. You see, Jeremiah had many enemies. Many of the people didn't want to hear what Jeremiah had to say. The truth that they needed to surrender to the enemy. They needed to surrender to those from Babylon. So many people did not like what Jeremiah was saying. So King Zedekiah arranged for a secret, private, confidential meeting. And this is what Zedekiah told Jeremiah. Tell me the truth. Speak to me the truth. Tell me what you need to tell me. Tell me what God is telling you. And Jeremiah said to him, And you're not going to kill me? You're not going to put me in prison? Because you're not going to like it. And the king promised. He said to him, I will not kill you. I will not throw you in jail. I need to know the information that you have. It's very important. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So Jeremiah basically told the king to surrender, to surrender. Nobody wants to hear that. This is very difficult. This is very painful. He is a proud king. They are a proud people. They don't want to surrender. They don't want to admit defeat. It's very humbling. It hurts a person's pride to surrender to the enemy. But Jeremiah was giving the king good counsel from the Lord that he needed to surrender to preserve his life and that of his family, and that of the people of God. It was God's will, it was God's plan for them to surrender to Nebuchadnezzar. So uh, King Zedekiah took this information, and then in just a little bit, I'm going to share with you what he did with the information. So he made the promise to Jeremiah, don't tell anyone, let's keep it a secret, I'm going to take this information, and then we're going to see what he's going to do with that information. So that's the first king. That's King Zedekiah. So now let's talk a little bit about the second king, and that's King Nebuchadnezzar. He was a great king. He was the most powerful king in the known world. Uh, very powerful empire, very powerful kingdom. He was the invader. He was the aggressor. He was coming into Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the people of God, were outnumbered. Uh, they didn't have enough soldiers. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar was too big, and the Jews did not want to surrender. They did not want to give up. And it was rather foolish because he was so powerful, he could kill all of them, take them all into slavery, burn the temple, burn the city, and burn the Jews off the face of the map. And that was not God's will. God did not want that to happen. And if they would just surrender to Nebuchadnezzar, actually, he would protect them. 
Nebuchadnezzar would protect them from their enemies and feed them and house them and educate them. God had great plans for the people of God while they would be in exile in Babylon. So Nebuchadnezzar was an instrument of God. He was a tool of God. God would use Nebuchadnezzar to do his will, but for the Jewish people, he was their enemy. So they were very stubborn, they were very proudful, they did not want to listen, and they wanted to do whatever they wanted to do. And how many of you know that sometimes God uses people and situations and circumstances to mold us, to shape us? You know, have you ever been fired or let go from a job? Maybe it was from your own good because God had something better. Has anyone in your church or family ever held you accountable and sat you down and told you what you needed to hear? And it kind of hurt, right? It kind of hurt our feelings. But at the end of the day, it was God's will to mold you, to shape you. So sometimes God allows difficult circumstances, trials, tribulations, difficult situations, circumstances. Certain people are in our lives to shape us, to humble us and to implement God's will in our lives. And that was King Nebuchadnezzar. So here's the final thing that I want to say today. Zedekiah, what did he do with the information? Well, let me tell you what he did with the information that Jeremiah told him. He didn't do anything. He was paralyzed with fear. See, Jeremiah was like a good doctor. He told the patient, you need to lose weight, you need to exercise, you need to watch what you eat, you need to take your medication. And what do some people say? The doctor doesn't know anything. I can do whatever I want. I can eat, drink, uh, no exercise, I'm gonna be fine. And that is sad. That is very discouraging. That sometimes the people that we give good advice, good counsel, good uh, truth, uh, they receive it, but they don't do anything with it. So uh, Zedekiah was absolutely paralyzed and he, instead of having faith, he had fear and he didn't do anything and it got him into more trouble. So as we close this uh, study, as we prepare to pray in just a few moments, uh, I just want to keep that in mind, in your mind, uh, to, to, to not be paralyzed uh, with fear, but to act with faith and courage and take the good advice that the Lord is giving you. So let's close. As we close in prayer today, I really want to pray a strong prayer uh, for some of you that are listening, where other people are actually giving you advice, where other people are actually speaking the truth in your life. And I'm going to be praying for you not to be paralyzed with fear and not to do uh, nothing, but to do something, to take action. And then I'm going to also be praying for the people that you're counseling, the people that you're giving guidance to in your life, that they too would not react with uh, paralysis, but that they would react in faith. So let us pray together. Heavenly Father God, you're speaking to us every single day. You speak to us through your Holy Spirit. You speak to us through your word. You speak to us uh, through others. And Father God, if there's someone telling me in my life that I need to uh, take action and obey your word, I pray that I would not be paralyzed with fear, 
that I would replace fear with faith. And Father God, I just pray that you would continue anointing my brothers and sisters as they speak the truth to others in love and give others counsel and guidance, that other people in our families, in our churches, at our work, would not be paralyzed with fear and would not be inactive, but that they would listen and they would take action, corrective action in their lives. So just bless our viewers, our listeners today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Sing your soul, lifting your burden and stepping in closer. See Jesus.